That bread was really good. Thank you. And that was your first loaf? Yeah. Ever? Yeah. Ever? Yes. And? <laughs> it was really good. I'm very happy. It makes me like, it. W- I. it's not that hard. Mm-hmm. It makes me want to get more um, materials for the ability to continue making it instead of worrying about like I know that people that make bread for their family 100% mm-hmm. spend a day making bread because the bread will stay good for about a week and between sandwiches and toast in the morning and all the things having bread is a weekly thing mm-hmm. and I don't have an issue with ma- ma- baking bread constantly but I would like it to be a one day bread for the week kind of thing without having to be in the kitchen all day because the problem is we don't have enough bowls Mm -hmm. i can't have dough constantly rising and that's literally the setback because what about the stainless steel bowl i got for christmas use that in the glass bowls that's not enough no i have to have it it has to separate i have to use the the kitchenaid bowl for the kitchenaid itself to make the dough and then after i pull it out of that it has to go into a bowl to rise and then I could okay. go and do another batch in the KitchenAid, and then I have to put that into a bowl to rise. It, in the time that it takes to do those things, I would have to have a third bowl ready for a ne- the next one to rise. And then the baking pans, are, the bread pans are the same thing. I, they have to rise in the bread pan as well. So I would, in order with the stuff that I have right now, there would still be a lot of waiting because I would have to, you know, I have to put the, the yeast in with lukewarm water and let it sit for 15 minutes. And then I have to pour that into the KitchenAid and get all the rest of the stuff in the KitchenAid, get the dough made, let that, um, it's supposed to be kneading the dough for about five minutes. Okay. And then I have to put that into a bowl, cover it, let that sit for about 45 minutes. And then I've got to, uh, roll it out, separate it, uh, roll it back up into, you know, a loaf shape (laughs) and then put it in the pan and then let that also sit for 45 minutes. And then it has to bake for 30 minutes. So I would need like four more bread pans and like two or four more bowls just to keep things going it wouldn't be that big of a deal but i also know that like because the thing that we don't like about uh amy's bread pans is they're cast iron and they're not uh they're small so Mm -hmm. we have to separate things more using more pans to make the same amount of bread (laughs) she's got four of them but it's the same amount of bread than if i just use two regular loaf pans and making four loaves of bread with those is not better than just making the two and having the bread in there because the more that we the faster we go through it the more that we have to take it out of the freezer to defrost so if we don't have if we're constantly running out of it constantly having to defrost it and that takes you know four hours alone sure it's just it's not it's not feasible. <laughs> so for the amount of that's people, that's what my brain says. My brain just like you know says, "Hey, freeze it and just yeah, you know." And that's what I. That's what I. That's what the plan would be to make enough mm-hmm. bread for a week or two weeks and have the extras frozen. But yeah. I can't do that. Like I would either have to be making bread every day just so that I'm not overrun with it with making dinner and making sure that the girls are up and all that stuff. Like it would just it would become too much if I because then I would have to do it every day so not you know, interfere with everything else, making two loaves every day and then having some stacked up. But again, with eight of us in this house, we go through a loaf of bread and one night, if we're all going to have a sandwich for something or two sandwiches for something. So it's just, you know, I don't know. It's just, it'll take some, some figuring out. So 
but it was good and I am very happy about it and now you know the girls are gonna have sandwiches for lunch today so I'm hoping that you know because I don't know I don't think Mm -hmm. I don't think they figured out that I made bread that came home and was like, smells good in here. <laughs> no, <laughs> but I also good. was making dinner, too. So, mm-hmm. you know, at that point, there's just a mix of tasty smells. So they they have no idea. And I was out just being a lazy bump. Just, you know, I, I think I'm not feeling good. I think, But I think because I've been eating healthier, that my not feeling good isn't as not good as normal. Not well, Like, my not feeling good when I was eating bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so. But, Yeah. I uh, also got some annoying news yesterday, or well, last night I guess it would have been. But uh, the I was uh, buying bags for the mushrooms because I wanted to be like, hey, okay, so I got the substrate, I got the wood pellets, and we realized that there's over a hundred pounds of stinking coffee grounds mm-hmm. in the backyard. I was like, holy crud, I'm ready to go. Yeah, don't um, take all of them. I need to use some of them for the garden, but not not a whole lot. Can't it's just a sprinkle. Sorry. No, anyway. <laughs> No, it's fine, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to have, you know, what it, what would that be? It would be 80 bags worth of, of mushrooms right there. And I'm not ready for that yet. So, but, um, in realizing that we, you know, we had, uh, had that and I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I ordered these bags. Well, I got a notice, uh, last night they sent me an email and it said, Hey, we just want to let you know. We refunded your money because we are out of those bags. Oh, great. And so I went to their website and looked, and they're out of all the bags. And these guys are the main supplier for mushroom bags, for it substrate bags. It is that time where people are going to be starting to order them early for mm-hmm. their season. Yep. <sighs> so I was like, oh, great. And so I found the sheeting if I want to make my own bags. But, uh, you know, I'm not there for... Well, how hard would it be considering we have the both the vacuum sealer that's uh the big one and mm-hmm. the smaller one that doesn't have it's not as aggressive yeah <laughs> i you know it, it's something we have to consider because everybody is out i literally i found that they were you know copying the text mm-hmm. like it was just copy paste text and i was like okay so i grabbed a section of the copy paste text that would have pertinent information for me, mm-hmm. but wouldn't be something that somebody would change. So basically, it was the measurement micron stuff to it because it's not just regular plastic bags. Like I can't use our vacuum seal bags. Um, there's a, a level of breathability that has to happen. So you know, so that was the material that I used for that, and went through about 25 sites where everybody was sold out. And it's like okay, and so but I found the sheeting, found out who they got the sheeting from. And yeah, it's like two pack and it gives the measurements or, or a 50 pack. Holy crud. Um, you know, and I can get those and and make bags, I guess. Heck make bags and turn around and sell them since there's a shortage of bags right now. (laughs) So, you know, there's, so there's things I can do. I'm just kind of looking at it going, okay, well, whichever. I just want to be able to grow some mushrooms at this point. I mean, I stopped the other ones so that the uh, mycelium could catch up and so that I'd be able to put those, break them up into the substrates that I have that I'm going to make and put them there. And I got already ordered the barley and everything that I, that I'm going to do. And then I'm going to cook the barley until it's spent out. And what would be great is if we had an actual brewery here where I could find and take a bunch of stuff, but we don't have an actual brewery here. So that's, that kind of limits that. So it is what it is. I mean, I'm just gonna, you know, Think about what I want to do with barley juice <laughs> anyway. So 
But that's what you do is you cook the living tar out of it so that it's easily digestible by the mycelium. And the mycelium goes, okay, and grows and then gives you mushrooms. So I'm like, okay, so that works. But it is what it is. I'm, I'm just going to have to figure this out. So, and, uh, you know, the girls, well, they're, yeah, they're going to realize that you made the bread, I think, by the time that they have their actual sandwiches. Yeah, that's what so, I want. Yeah. That's the, They won't realize until they open up. Mm-hmm. And go, wait a second, <laughs> this bread is a lot softer than <laughs> store-bought bread. Yeah, no, it was really good. You gave me that piece with butter last night, and I was like, okay, yeah, that works. So so there you go. So you're going there, and I noticed when I went into the grow room that I saw a sourdough starter sitting mm-hmm. right next to the uh, cyclone fan. So, yeah, so you're going. So yep. good. I'm, I'm excited about that. And with that, good morning, and welcome to the Stupid Podcast on Everything, where I'm Joey. And I'm Kiki. And we talk about everything. And nothing. All at the same time. So, what do we got for our national days today? We have two of them. Um, this first one is National Plan for Vacation Day. It's the last Tuesday in January. What's a vacation? <laughs> yeah, you don't know. Uh, national Plan for Vacation Day on the last Tuesday in January reminds us to plan our vacation at the start of the year for the rest of the year. The early bird gets to pack their bags and fly away to a fun- little fun and relaxation. With the frigid temperatures and growing snow piles, it's easy to start daydreaming of sunny skies. Who else is dreaming of sandcastles in the vacation days to come? But for many Americans, those vacation dreams turn out to be just that, a dream. Each year, Americans leave more than 600 million vacation days unused. Mm-hmm. Our work... Martyr? Martyr? M-A-R-T-Y-R? Yeah. Martyr? Martyr. Attitudes. Combined with the culture of silence in the workplace, is keeping workers at their desks instead of using their time off. To change this, National National Plan for Vacation Day reminds us to plan our vacation at the start of the year for the rest of the year. When it comes to taking a vacation, it is the planners of the world who get the job done. Planners are more likely to take all their vacation time in a given work year and take more extended vacations than non-planners. They're also happy with their jobs, relationships, and health. So don't knock the planners who get out the door to vacation. Get planning. Planning a vacation does not have to be a monumental task. Here are three easy steps to make it happen. Determine how much time off you earn. Look up the number of vacation days you earn by checking with your finance or HR team. Don't forget to make a note of any office closures. Coordinate calendars. Plot out your year. Enter the number of days you earn. Put your vacation dreams on the calendar. And use your custom ink to get your family and friends involved in the planning. And share your plans. Once you have your days determined, use the calendar to export your plans to Outlook, Gmail, or other electronic calendars to share with your boss, coworkers, or your family. As we close out a month of resolutions, make this year you focus on make this the year you focus on your bucket list, not your to do list. Hmm. <sighs> so I have never actually taken a vacation like that, mm-hmm. like planned it, went out for a week kind of thing. Like I've never done that. My family has taken staycations and weekend vacation things like where we leave on a Friday afternoon or night, drive wherever it is we're going to go. And then you know, we're there for the weekend. We mostly did that with like Monterey and San Francisco. You know, sometimes uh, every time that we had gone to Disneyland, it was always uh, when we were on summer break, which mm-hmm. was awful because it was fucking hot. But, you know, we did it anyways. Yeah. <laughs> and so we never like the only time that my dad had planned a vacation, I didn't go. Because they went to Disneyland for Christmas time, the Christmas vacation. Mm-hmm. 
I didn't go because that was the time that I was very upset and blah, blah, blah. And I hated my dad and he was terrible and anxiety was, you know, crazy. And so it was like, oh, you're not going to go with us? And I was like, no, I, I couldn't do that. Malia gets car sick. I can't deal with it. And it would be the first time that I'd be going anywhere that far away without my mother. Mm-hmm. So I just couldn't. I, I literally couldn't. And, you know, I don't regret it because that was the <laughs> that was the uh, year that I got Ollie. It was that that vacation time. So. I definitely am glad that I stayed home because otherwise I wouldn't have started getting cats. <laughs> and if I didn't get Ollie, I would have gotten Domino. And mm-hmm. so it's just, it's one of those, you know, sour but sweet things at the same time. Yeah. And the most we've, I mean, we go out in the truck as far as our yeah, vacation but goes. Still and that's, not. But, but we've also gone camping and we had, you know, a nice long weekend of camping. It was going to be two nights, ended up being three nights. And that was nice. But, yeah, no, I know what you mean. Like, we haven't gone on cruises. We haven't gone, like, anything big to, like, the Grand Canyon or anything like that. Yeah, well, and no, even like then, like, we haven't gone and stayed somewhere. Mm-hmm. Not all of us. The, the closest that we had that was when we went um, and we met down at the place that you guys kept talking about. The fam- Your family used to own that whole town. Yeah, Calusa. Yeah. Yeah. That was the, old, that was the closest we had done that because we mm-hmm. stayed there in a hotel, all of us, together. And, like, that was cool. But, again, it was one night. And then we were there for Father's Day, and mm-hmm. then we left again, and everybody went back home. So it's just like, we haven't really done that, and it's just, it kind of sucks, because yeah. like, it would be really cool if all of us could just up and go, even if it was just Houston or Dallas, just to spend time out there without worrying about having to drive back. Because like, even then, again, the closest was when we went to go get the truck, and then we were up there in Dallas and stayed the night there, and you know... God, but again, it's it's the fact that we haven't planned, hey, we're going to go do this thing on this date to this date, and all of us are going, and blah, 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 blah. This is the things that we're going to do while we're there. These are the food places that we're going to try to get to. There's like, I have a list of these things. Like, everything has always been, let's just go, and not mm-hmm. really a, you know, four, five, six day, do fucking nothing related to work <laughs> vacation. So. How many days did we go out for your birthday? Two. Okay. That was awesome, though. Yeah. And, I, you know, and, and that's the thing is like, you know, we get to this and, and we've talked about this before is, is, you know, you get to this point where you just kind of settle into not having vacations. I loved how actually the, the statement of like a work martyr, right? Everybody, oh, man, I got obligations at work. And you know what? You don't have shit obligations. I will tell you this. Unless you work at a job where they can't replace you in two days. Don't. Don't don't live your life with that level of loyalty. You know, I never had anybody or asked anybody to have that level of loyalty when it came to me. Right. Because it's like, hey, a business relationship is a relationship. And there comes a point where it's not symbiotic. Mm -hmm. It's parasitic. And if you're in a parasitic relationship with your employer, then you need to get the hell out. And people, oh, that's easier said than done. No, no. Right now, it's it's easier done than said right now. Companies are looking for people that are qualified people. If you've been at your job for five years, go get a job anywhere else. You'll get more money, like literally, because everybody right now is looking for loyal people. And you're not going to find a loyal person who's got a resume that's got 15 jobs Yeah. in the last three years. What are you going to do is like, hey, where have you worked the last 20 years? Where have you worked the last 10 years? Where have you worked the last five years? Last five years, I've been at this one company. Whoa. Okay, why are you leaving? Because they don't care about me anymore. You know, and you can say that. I'm like, yeah, put it out I there. Yeah, I've always thought that's so weird. That people 
suck up to these people and there's i just there really is always another mm-hmm. there's always another place yeah we just you, you pull up the the fucking number again of the amount of small businesses mm-hmm. <laughs> there are in the u.s it's kind of ridiculous that number is insanely high and yet people are still sitting around going yeah no i can't there's no other place yeah. to go there's it's no 32 other and a half million yeah so don't don't sit there and say that there's nothing. Mm-hmm. There, there are so many options, and that's part of what bugs me about people that, you know, think yeah. that they're stuck. Is that there's always another option. Yeah, there's mm- always another Remember, option. Only point one percent of business in the U.S. is large business. Mm-hmm. That's it. You know, ninety nine point nine percent are small businesses. You know, it's and they. Most most of the time, the small businesses care more about you than the large businesses. We've talked about before also about the whole um, servers and raising the minimum wage mm-hmm. to $20. And it's like, yeah, great. You're going to make everybody have the same motivation as anybody who's working at the DMV, right? Mm-hmm. It's like, but your job is supposed to sustain your lifestyle. Your lifestyle shouldn't, you know, um, conform to your job. If you want to have a vacation, then make the vacation happen right if your job doesn't afford you oh they can't afford you to leave bullshit quit three days they have you replaced that shows how actually valuable you are not kidding they'll spend more time interviewing the people to replace you than they will choosing the person to replace you the amount of time between the ad going out and them interviewing people that's it and then once you're replaced they don't give a shit about you fuck apple it's all like like I can say that straight out. I guarantee you I'm never going back to Apple ever. Never going to pursue my career with Apple ever again. You know? Mm-hmm. It's like Apple didn't care. Apple cared as long as I was enjoying myself at work. And I did appreciate the things like the clubs. And I did appreciate the things that we had when we have special food events and things like that. But you know what I appreciated more than anything else? Not being there because I like having my own vacation. I like having a truck. I like being able to go out, work, bust my ass, and then come home and say, I'm going to stay home. Trucking is great for that reason. Having your own business is great for that reason. Having your own business that's not a retail business is great for that reason. It's the biggest reason I don't want to open the deli. We keep talking about the fact that this town needs a deli. As a matter of fact, I went to the bank uh, today and make sure I got all my transfers and everything done so that I get everybody paid and get everything that we need to get covered, covered, right? Mm -hmm. And then... I sit there and it's like, okay, cool. That's all finished and that's all done and that's that's all good. And they're sitting there talking about where's our good pizza place. And then, you know, we were sitting there and I was talking um, about, you know, good pizza and everything else. And they're talking about, oh, well, you know, Whataburger used to be really good and everything else. And then after the COVID, you know, the COVID, um, it was, you know, it wasn't. It, they switched up something and it's not good anymore. I'm talking about that with a lot of places. And I just sat there and I was like, well, we just need a deli. And they're like, yeah. And and then, you know, Kathy, the lady right behind the counter has been doing my wire transfer. She's like, yeah, aren't you a chef? And I go, yeah. She's like, you should open a deli. Why? I like the ability to not have to open one day. <laughs> you know, I mean, like you think that there's those obligations now. It's like so. So having a vacation like we get to pick, we get to sit there and say, hey, we're going to stay here for a day. Right. We got we went to Moses Lake and I told them, hey, they're like, hey, we got a load for you out tomorrow. No. Give me a night, right? Mm-hmm. And we got a day out in Moses Lake, Washington. It was beautiful. We had we had a good time. Um, and it's like those kinds of things are the things that I appreciate. Right now, we do this. 
and we have an obligation to, uh, to this, you know, every day. And if we want to take time off, we can take time off because it's as ours, right? But once we get to a point where, you know, we're at 52,000 people right now. It's like once we get to a point where we actually have sponsors and sponsorships and they want a level of coverage and people and growth and all of this stuff, it's like, whew, it's going to be a bigger thing, right? It's going to be a lot bigger thing. And so it's like and a lot more obligated that we're going to have on it. It's not going to be as fun at some point, but I'm going to have fun because I'm sitting across from you. And I'm going to have fun because I say, hey, next week, we're not going to be here. We're going to have a best of that we'll have queued up, right, so mm-hmm. that we're able to get those. And this best of is, is that we've got queued up has been blah, 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 by sponsored by blah, 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 blah. And that'll be great to have. And we have a lot of content right now. We have content that we need to go back over and redo and record. And so we kind of joke about all that stuff. But vacations are, yeah, they are important to have, even if it's a little vacation. So if, if your reason for not having a vacation is your job. That's all. So, what's our other day? It is National Hot Chocolate Day. <laughs> so, each year on January 31st, National Hot Chocolate Day warms up people across the country by celebrating the timeless cold weather beverage. Hot chocolate is a warm beverage made with ground chocolate, heated milk, or water, and sugar. In America, we often use the terms hot chocolate and hot cocoa interchangeably. However, the two ve- beverages are different. Mm-hmm. And we talked about hot cocoa. There was a hot cocoa day um i don't remember when it was earlier we've done it before yeah yeah <laughs> so, it was in november um we make hot cocoa with cocoa powder heated milk or water and sugar we're able to do this thanks to a process developed by father and son chemists for the thicker more flavorful beverage we make hot chocolate from ground chocolate containing cocoa butter it is also called drinking chocolate hot chocolate has also been around longer than hot cocoa in the early 1800s casperus van hooten senior Developed a process to separate the cocoa solids from the butter. His son, Conrad Johans, made those fats more soluble in water. Together, their processes made cocoa powder possible. But before then, everybody drank hot chocolate. This thicker, creamier beverage often offered medicinal benefits for stomach ailments during the 19th century. In fact, long before the beverage's popularity in Victorian times, it served in ceremonial culture. However, humans have been drinking chocolate for a long time. The Mayans likely created the first chocolate beverage 2,000 years ago. The Aztecs also included a cocoa beverage as an essential part of their culture by 1400 AD. When Europeans began exploring Central and South America, explorers brought chocolate and the beverage back with them to Europe and Mexico. Hot chocolate can be enjoyed in a variety of combinations, topped with whipped cream or marshmallows. Sometimes a sprinkle of cinnamon or a dash of peppermint makes the chocolate extra special. In the United States, many people enjoy an instant form of hot chocolate. It is made with hot water or milk and a packet containing mostly cocoa powder, sugar, and dry milk. There are health benefits to drinking hot chocolate. Cocoa contains significant amounts of antioxidants that may help prevent cancer. Studies have shown that the flavonoids... I've never seen that word before mm-hmm. written down. And chocolate have may have a positive effect on arterial health okay that's how you say that yeah okay and memory so to celebrate make some hot chocolate add a variety of toppings invite a friend to join you for hot chocolate sample different flavors of hot chocolate taste the difference between hot chocolate and hot cocoa or you know sit down and drink some hot chocolate and plan out your vacations i guess mm-hmm. <laughs> since they're both hey, on the same you know day what? that's that's an awesome thing to do and it's like i like them both so i mean i like hot chocolate i like hot cocoa you know, the same way I like different soups, you know, yeah. but it's like, I, I don't know. I think most people just probably think they're like you said, like they're interchangeable and they're not They're They're, mm-hmm. they're really not. But a lot of people also think chocolate pudding and chocolate mousse are 
interchangeable. So I've I've been in places like that, and they oh you whip up the chocolate pudding and it's mousse. No, <laughs> well, like, no. that's why not everybody is a chef. This is true. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> I definitely think that uh, it's really weird because the more and more that uh, I grow up, the less and less I realize that people like marshmallows in their hot chocolate, which amazes me because I absolutely adore marshmallows. Like mm-hmm. it's like I like the chocolatey soft melty marshmallows more than i like drinking the hot chocolate like that's my favorite part about hot chocolate is being able to shove a bunch of marshmallows into my cup and then let them start to get like spongy Mm because that's what they do and so then when you put them in your mouth i just squish them and it tastes amazing to me and i love the texture of it and so once i run out of marshmallows then i i want to go back and put more in because i literally after that the drink is just sad to me because i'm like wait i want more i want more marshmallows (laughs) and then i enjoy it's the same thing like with whipped cream if i put whipped cream on the top of it and Mm -hmm. i'm eating the whipped cream as i'm drinking it then there's no more then it's like wait i need more whipped cream (laughs) i have to finish the drink have you tried like marshmallow fluff yes you made me yeah but have you tried it like in your hot cocoa like no oh yeah see that's because one of the things that i used to do is i would make hot cocoa and i had um, wide-brimmed mugs, right? And then what I would do is I would put a nice thick layer, like probably the thickness of, you know, two of your fingers of marshmallow fluff over the top of it, and I'd let that go because then it's holding the heat in mm-hmm. and it's melting into it. Oh. <laughs> oh, that is the best way to get diabetes ever. Well, <laughs> I definitely, I mean, maybe I'll just grab some because yeah. I have to go to the store anyways later today because I need oh, cat I'll and dog food. you to something else you've probably never had too. What? A fluffer nutter sandwich. I yeah, I have. You made me have it. Oh, did I? Okay. Yeah. Well, I don't know what everything. I feed you so much. <laughs> it's hard to keep track on on it, but yeah, peanut butter and your bread, and oh, do that for the girls for lunch. Oh, they'd lose their minds. <laughs> That's just like they look at it and go, what is this? Especially like use a ring and cut it out. So it just looks like a little fancy sandwich. Mm-hmm. And like then a, they go the Uncrustables. Mm-hmm. I literally wanted because like, that was part of what I did um, the when the first time that I had a Valentine's Day with them mm-hmm. is I made everything heart shaped for because I do that yeah. with all of their yeah. with all of the holidays. I make things either color coded and color themed or I make it shaped. And so like for Valentine's Day this year, like we have still have a bunch of um, the heart shaped cookie cutters. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to make them pancakes. I'm going to make them pink and red pancakes and cut them into heart shapes and make them different sizes. So it's a stack of really cute pink nice. and red, you know, patterned heart pancakes mm-hmm. and then they'll eat that and then i'll make them sandwiches or i'll make if i don't make them sandwiches i'll make them like other things or like i'll cut up cu- like cucumber and mm-hmm. put it through <laughs> so that they're all heart-shaped cucumber slices for them to snack on and just things like that i always i always do things like that the l- literally the only thing that i don't have i think the only holiday that i don't have a cookie cutter for thus far is saint patrick's day i don't have mm-hmm. any any clover things but i always just make everything green I also yeah. hated green. They they hated. <laughs> we did. I was home one of the times for Green Eggs and Ham Day. Oh yeah. And I did that, and they were like, "What the fuck <laughs> are you trying to poison us with?" And I was like, "It's Green Eggs and Ham Day. You gotta have. You gotta have green food." Okay. And they were so. And they thought it was hilarious because they they literally they because I made everything in their lunch green too. Mm-hmm. So it was it was very funny. <laughs> they were. <laughs> they oh. found it amusing, but they were also like, "This looks like poison." <laughs> Which, yeah, 
<laughs> Isn't it funny that, we, you know, the healthiest stuff in the world we look at as green and then poison we look at as green? Yeah, I look so. at, like, the dark greens, though, as healthy. It's like, it, for me, poison is like a neon green. So, mm. that's, I don't know, that's always how it's been in my head. Just because, like, toxic waste is always glowing and neon and more, like, yellowy. Which it isn't. In real I know, life, but, yeah. but it's yeah. just from Every cartoons. Cartoon, yeah. <laughs> so that's what I see is I, you know, if something's poisonous, I see a neon green mm-hmm. or a big neon yellow. It's, that's that's what it is in my head. Green literally just means like if I think green, the two things that come to my head are broccoli and spinach. And I love spinach like yeah. so much. Like I honestly could make myself sick <laughs> with the amount of spinach that I would eat every single day because like I'll put spinach on my sandwiches instead of lettuce like 100 percent. i love spinach as being my crunchy factor in any of my foods i'll put it in my like i put it in my last smoothie mm-hmm. and it was it honestly made it taste good which a lot of people are like Ugh, i hate putting spinach in it so i put like all this other stuff so i can't taste it i was like what it added a good leafiness to it to the fruity flavor like it made it good but you know <laughs> that's just how i feel <laughs> yeah well you know and i just i just find it funny <laughs> so but mm, now see now i'm just like trying to think of all these different things that we can we can do and make things happen for so okay so i'm gonna let my brain go and then we'll be back for the afternoon so thank you so much for joining us for our morning edition of stupid podcast on everything where i'm joey and i'm kiki and we just want to remind you that that which does not kill you is drinking the wrong kind of green peace out with your peace out bye